wonder why things don't happen the way you think they should? Sometimes you think, oh yes, this should happen in this way, but it doesn't and things don't work out like you think they should. Maybe someone in your family has gotten sick or maybe your father lost his job. But is God still in control even when those things happen? Well, let's see what the Bible says about this. And our memory verse for today is found in Romans, Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Now you've heard this verse before. Romans is in the New Testament, and that's the second part of the Bible. Now I've told you about Paul. He wrote the most books of any of the 40 men that God told to write the Bible. Paul wrote the book of Romans. He wrote this book as a letter to the church in a place called Rome. And when I say the church, I mean the group of people who believed in Jesus. So Paul wrote this book of Romans as a letter to them. And later on, it became part of the Bible that we have today. So we find our verse today in Romans. And it's found in chapter 8 and verse 28. And I've told you before how to find the memory verse. First you find the book, then you find the chapter, which is usually the big number. And then you find the verse, which is the little number that's beneath the chapter. So Romans 8.28, what does it say? It says, And we know that all things work together for good, to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Yes, Romans 8.28. So what does it mean? And we know that all things work together for good. Well, we know that God is in control. He's in control of everything that happens. And every situation that you face in your life, if it's good or even if it's bad, God works out his plans. He works out his plans for the world and for each one of you. God knows what is best. That verse says, and we know that all things work together for good. You see, if you've believed in Jesus, God is always working out his plan for your good. The second part of the verse says, to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Well, God promises that if you love him and live the way that he wants you to live, then he'll make everything in your life work out the way that he knows is best. And because this is God's promise, you can be sure it's true. God always keeps his promises. So if you love God and you live the way that he has planned, he will make everything in your life work out for good because he knows what is best. The other day I told you about a word called omniscient. That means all-knowing. God is all-knowing. He knows everything about every situation in your life. If it's good things or if it's bad things or if you're passing through a sad time or a very difficult time in your family or maybe you are going through a time where you're losing a friend. God knows about it, and he can make it turn out for your good. So as God's child, are you living the way God wants you to live? If you have believed in Jesus, are you obeying God? Remember that God, he's in control of your life. You can trust him, and you can trust God to make all the things that happen in your life work out for your good. And if you have never believed on Jesus before, and you've never asked him to give you that everlasting or forever life with him, then you can do that today. 
today you can know that Jesus bled and died to take the punishment for your sin. And if you believe on him, he will forgive your sin. And he will make it so you can have everlasting life with him forever. Wow, that is so special that you can choose to believe in Jesus and you can get that special gift of everlasting life. You can do that today. In our Bible lesson, we'll be talking more about that. So let's say our memory verse again. Romans 8:28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Romans 8:28. Let's say it again. Romans 8:28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Romans 8:28. So let's remember, what does it mean? That if you have believed in Jesus, you love God, you're obeying God and going his way, God will make things work out for your good. He works things out for the best in your life because God knows everything. He knows everything about every situation that you find yourself in. It might be something good, it might be something happy, or it might be sad or really hard or challenging. But whatever situation it is, God works it out for good. Yes, that is a promise that God gives to those who believe in him. And you can trust that God's promises are true. They certainly are. And God never breaks his promises. Have you heard? Pharaoh set us free. Hurry, pack your things and get ready to go. Wow, it must have been some very good news when Pharaoh finally let the Hebrews go free. The Egyptians gave them gold, silver, clothing, and begged them to leave quickly. The Israelites had waited so long to be delivered from the land of Egypt, to be delivered from slavery. And now that time finally came. Many of the Israelites, they must have thought they were leaving their troubles behind in Egypt. But you know what? Their struggles had only begun. They were going to have to trust God. They had to trust God because things would not always be easy. Hmm. Well, the long Passover night, the tenth and final plague, it had brought victory for the Israelites. Pharaoh had set them free. Now they could go to the promised land that God had given them. Now remember, Moses was the one leading them out of Egypt, right? And the Passover, we talked about it. The Passover was when God told them that they should kill a lamb, a perfect lamb, and put its blood on the doorpost, the side and the top of their outside of the door. And then when God saw that the blood was there, he would pass over their house and not kill the firstborn. Yes, the firstborn of the Egyptians died. But the Israelites, 
they had those special instructions from God. So their firstborn was protected. And the firstborn is the first one born in the family, the oldest, the oldest child. Well, Moses and Aaron, they must have been so excited. Now they were leading the Israelites out of Egypt. And this was a huge group of people, probably about 2 million people. And they were beginning their journey out of Egypt. All the animals that they owned were with them, their belongings, all the people, the, from the little babies to the old people, all the Hebrews were going. Wow. Now they were going to the promised land. They were going to a land that God had promised to them, a wonderful land. As they began on their journey, they went to the edge of the desert where they set up camp. And the next day, they would cross the border out of Egypt. But when morning came, because remember, they left in the night, because Pharaoh, he told them to, to leave, and that was in the night that he told them. So when morning came, the Israelites, they may have noticed something very different. They noticed a cloud, a very strange-looking cloud, it may have been, but it was moving ahead of them in the sky. Do you know what? With that cloud, God was leading them where they should go. All during the day, they followed that cloud. And what happened when it became night? They couldn't see the cloud. But do you know what? At night, instead of a cloud, it was a pillar of fire. And it lit the path for them so that they could see where to go. They could travel by day or night on their journey to the promised land. They must have been so relieved to know that God was with them and God was leading them. And God didn't lead the Israelites straight to the land that he promised. But instead, God led them through the desert a different way, a longer way. Because there were some enemies who lived in certain areas. And God didn't want the Israelites to pass through the land where the enemies lived. So the people went a different way, the way that God was leading them. But the way that God was leading them brought them right to a sea, a big, huge sea called the Red Sea. God told Moses to have the people camp near the sea. And then he gave Moses some bad news. God told Moses, Pharaoh's heart will be against the Israelites. He will gather his army and come after you to bring you back to Egypt. Oh, no. Pharaoh was going to come back and want to capture the Israelites and take them back to Egypt? Pharaoh's heart was against Israel and against God because of sin. And your heart is also against God because of sin. You see, sin is anything you think, say, or do that breaks God's laws. You can probably think of many things you have thought, said, or done that break God's rules or God's laws or his commands. Things like, lying or cheating, fighting or disobeying, are going against God. They are an example of sin. And you do those things because you're born with a want to, to sin. The Bible even says your iniquities, that's your sin, have separated between you and your God. You see, that's the punishment. Separation from God. That is the punishment for sin. And one day you will be separated from him forever unless your sin is forgiven. So how can your sin be forgiven? Well, God, he's holy. That means he's perfect. And he has a plan. He loves you 
with a pure and a perfect love, and he sent his son, the Lord Jesus, to bleed and die on a cross to take away the punishment for your sin. God punished his own perfect son in your place. The Bible says that Jesus loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Wow. After Jesus died, he was buried, and then he came alive again on the third day after. And today, he's alive in heaven. Only Jesus can take away the sin that turns your heart against God. And Pharaoh's heart, it was against Israel and their God because of sin. And God told Moses that Pharaoh would be coming. He would be coming to take the Israelites back to Egypt. Well, soon Pharaoh and his army, they came after the Israelites just as God had said. And maybe the Israelites were hearing some noise in the distance. And maybe they were hearing the horses and the men and the chariots coming. And they must have looked with so much fright because they saw that the sea was right there. And there was no road across it, no bridge across it. How could they get across it? It was huge. They wouldn't have enough time to run around it. The enemy was on one side. The Red Sea was on the other. They were trapped. This looked like a hopeless situation. What were they going to do? Didn't God know what was happening? The people blamed Moses. And they said, did you bring us out here in the wilderness to die? You should have left us in Egypt. Oh my, the people were complaining. They were being very afraid. But the Israelites were forgetting something. They were forgetting something really important. They were forgetting that God was in control of their lives. And if you know Jesus as your Savior, remember, God is in control of your life. Sometimes you might think as, as if things are totally out of control. Maybe where you live, there's been a flood, or perhaps something has happened in your family, like someone got COVID, or someone is sick, or someone has died recently. Or maybe your mother or father have lost a job, or your family doesn't have enough money. There could be a lot of things that could make you think that God doesn't care and that he's not in control. But where is God when those things happen? The Bible teaches that God is sovereign. That means he's the ruler over all things. And the Bible says he worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. That means he allows things to happen in your life and he works them out according to his plan. He knows. He knows what he's doing because God is omniscient. That means he's all-knowing. Nothing happens to you unless God allows it. God, he is filled with wisdom. He knows exactly what he is doing. You can't always understand why God lets certain things happen, but you can know and trust that God is in control of your life. But the Israelites, they were forgetting that God was in control. They panicked. They were blaming Moses for their troubles. But Moses, did he panic? Nope, he didn't. He encouraged the people to trust God. He told them to trust God's plan. And he said, don't be afraid. Watch and see how God will take care of you and he will save you today. The Egyptians will be destroyed and you won't even have to protect yourselves. God will fight the battle for you. God told Moses how he would make a way for them to escape from this danger of Pharaoh and his army coming. Then the cloud that had been leading them in the front moved behind, and it blocked the way of the Egyptians. 
God was protecting his people. The cloud caused darkness to fall on the Egyptians, but it gave light to the Israelites. Wow. And all through the night, God protected his people from the enemy, from Pharaoh and his army. And if the Israelites, if they didn't think that God was in control, this next thing that happened would certainly show them that God was in control. Moses, he stretched his hand over the Red Sea, and he was holding his shepherd's rod, his staff. And as the people watched, God caused a strong wind to blow, and it rolled the water back on both sides. And right through the Red Sea, dry ground appeared, and there was a path right through the floor of the sea, right through the ground of the sea. Wow, that must have been incredible. And if you think, if you go to the, the sea, and if you go in the water, the ground in the water is not dry, it's wet, of course, because it's in the water, right? But the path that God made for the people right through the Red Sea was not wet, it was dry. It was truly an amazing miracle that God did. God opened a way of escape for them to get away from Pharaoh and his army. Even the waves of the sea are under God's control. And if you know Jesus as your Savior, remember God is in control of your life. He controls all of nature and everything that affects your life and comes into your life. God knows what it is. And he will allow only what's best for you. You might not understand why things are happening. You might not understand how things are going to work out. But you can trust that God is going to work out his plan. Yes, if you believed in Jesus, God has promised that things work out for your good. Just like our memory verse says today, Romans 8.28. And you can say it with me. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Romans 8.28 When things seem like they're out of control, maybe you're tempted to worry or tempted even to panic. Don't do that. Remember, God is sovereign. That means he's in control of everything. He rules over everything. And you can tell God, thank you, that he's in control. And when you start to worry, remember, talk to God. Ask him to help you trust him. Ask him to help you wait on him because he knows when is the best time for things to happen. God will work things out. He will work it out in his way and in his time. And even if God never shows you why some things happen like they do, you can still trust that God is in control and he loves you and he knows what happens in your life. And the Israelites were seeing that God knew what was going to happen to them. And God was in control. And the waves of the sea, they separated. And this path was made for them right through the center of the Red Sea. And the Israelites, they saw that God was providing this for them. The Israelites began to move into this path right through the sea. And they stepped onto the dry ground. They went on the path that God had provided for them. It must have been so exciting. Could you imagine walking through the sea 
as they were walking on that dry ground, that path that God made for them, the water was on both sides, like walls. The Egyptians, they saw that the Israelites were escaping through the sea, so they raced after them, and they drove their chariots onto that dry path. And chariots are like um, horse carts that they had that could go very fast. But God, do you know what happened? He caused the Egyptians to become confused and their chariot wheels got stuck in the ground. So they said, well, let's turn around. Let's get away from the Israelites. The Lord is fighting the battle for them. The Egyptians realized they couldn't win. They couldn't win because God was fighting for the Israelites. And when all the Israelites got to the other side of the sea and they all entered onto the other side and were all safe, Moses again, he stretched his rod over the sea and the waves came back together. And the Egyptians who were in the sea, they drowned. Wow, the Israelites, now they knew God was in complete control. They saw God protect them and they saw how God fought for them. And now they were safely on the other side. The Bible says they feared God. They believed in God and they believed in their leader, Moses. Moses and the Israelites, what did they do? Oh, they celebrated. They celebrated with singing and dancing and they praised God for his mighty power and control in their lives. And if you know Jesus as your savior, remember, God's in control of your life, no matter how impossible your situation might seem. God knows all about it, and he will only allow what's best for you. Remember what our memory verse says, Romans 8:28, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Romans 8:28. You can tell God thank you that he is in control, and you can ask God to help you wait for him to work things out, because God knows what is the right time for things to happen. And when you think that everything's out of control and you start to worry, or maybe you start to panic, you can tell God, thank you that you're in control of my life. You can tell God that you're having a hard time to trust him. Ask God to help you Trust him to work things out the way that God knows is best. And if you've never believed on Jesus as your savior, you can do that today. God, he is in control. He made the way for you to have your sins forgiven. He did that by providing his only begotten son, the Lord Jesus, to die for your sin. And Jesus came alive again after he died on the third day after. In the Bible, Jesus says, he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life. You see, if you believe or trust completely in Jesus, then he will give you everlasting or forever life with him. He will change you on the inside to live his way with his help. And best of all, as I said, he'll give you that everlasting life. And it continues from the moment you believe in him until someday in heaven, where it will continue forever. And today you can choose to believe on Jesus. It's the most important and most wonderful decision you could make in your entire life. So if you would like to make that decision today to believe on Jesus and to ask him to give you that everlasting life, 
then you can pray and tell him something like this. Dear Jesus, I have sinned and I am sorry. I believe you died and came alive. Please give me everlasting life and help me to live your way with your help. In Jesus' name, amen. If you truly do believe or trust completely in Jesus, then he will give you that everlasting life and forgive your sin. And if you would like to read about Moses and the children of Israel or the Israelites coming to the Red Sea and how God provided a way for them to go right through it, you can find it in Exodus chapter 13, verse 17, Exodus chapter 14, and Exodus 15, the first 21 verses. So in in all, it's Exodus 13, verse 17, all the way until Exodus 15, verse 21. Exodus is the second book in the Bible. Well, that's all for this time. I'll see you next time. Bye.